Hey everybody, welcome to Scandalous Grace. I am your host, Carla Swanigan. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so happy that you're here. If this is a new podcast to you, I would love it if you would go check out some of my previous shows. You can find those on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also we have all of them posted on my website at carlaswanigan.com. And we would love it if you subscribe and tell your friends about it so we can get the word out about this podcast, especially if you're loving it. So this week on the show, I really felt on my heart to share something that actually happened to me last week. Um, I just felt like God kept stirring me to talk about it and share it with you guys. It's been it's been kind of um, an interesting few weeks here at school For those of you that have been following me, you know that I'm out in California right now, in Redding, California, which is Northern California, at BSSM, which is the ministry school here at Bethel Church. And I have been here since August, and I'm loving it. I'm learning so much and um, meeting some really amazing people, and God's just, He's just really blowing my mind with um, the new levels of knowing Him and and understanding his word and just all the cool things that go along with everything about ministry school. But, um, I went home for Thanksgiving break recently and it was great. It was one of the best visits I've had back at home. It's so good to be with my family again and, and love on them and get loved on by them and and see some of my friends. But I came back and I, and I got in on a Sunday night here and school started back up after the break on Monday morning. I don't know, I just it was weird. I woke up Monday morning and just felt like this. It's the first time I felt this here. It was like a, a weird like heaviness, like just kind of like a dread. Like I didn't want to go to class. And I never feel that way. I'm usually like super excited to see, you know, who our speakers are gonna be that day and what we're gonna learn. And, um, we have worship every day and that's amazing. And so I usually like look forward to it and I wake up excited, but this morning that's, that's not what it was. I woke up, like I said, with just, I don't know, just kind of discouraged and I went ahead and got ready, had breakfast, got out the door and, um, still just, I I felt off all day and this went on for a couple of days and, you know, by the end of the second day, Thoughts started coming to my mind like, out of nowhere, what are you even doing here? You know, like that thought came to my mind. I started like doubting what I was even doing at school. Why did I come all this way? Like I was hearing those literal thoughts in my head about um, this being a waste of my time. And at the end of this first year, I was going to have nothing to show for it and just stuff like that. I don't know if you're if you've ever experienced this, if there's something that you know you're supposed to do and you're doing it and then right in the middle of doing it, all of a sudden you start doubting and kind of like wondering what you're even doing. That's kind of what happened to me, but it was so bizarre, you guys, because it it really felt like it came out of left field because I hadn't been having any of these thoughts before and um, I'd gone home to visit, you know, several times. So it wasn't like this was my first visit home and I was homesick when I got back. It wasn't that at all. I always look forward to seeing my family, but I always look forward to being back here at school, like I said, because it's such a great opportunity and because I believe that there's a grace on my life to be here right now. You know, when God calls us to do something, 
Um, even if it's a hard thing, like being away from your family or laying your job or your ministry or your life down or putting it on hold for a season, even though it may be hard, God's grace is there if he's asked you to do it and he makes it possible for you to do it. And that's what's been going on with me. It's been totally a grace-filled time for me. But this week, this past week was so strange. And I kept battling it and feeling that way and even feeling like guilt because I felt that way because I know God moved like heaven and earth to get me out here and make this happen. And, and my family and I have sacrificed so much to be here. Um, so it was just it was all these weird thoughts and feelings. And finally, I just prayed and I was like over the weekend. I mean, it went on all week and it was definitely a battle. Like I can't even tell you it was the the strangest thing, and it went on all week, and I went to church um, Sunday morning after a week of that, and my pastor even brought it up in um, the transition between worship and into the message. My revival group pastor was doing the transition out of worship and into the main part of the service, and he even brought up that um, God wanted to encourage us and that there were some of us that he sensed were really feeling um, discouraged, I guess. And he wanted to just release hope to us. And so I received that and I prayed and I raised my hand. I was like, okay, I'm one of those people. For whatever reason, I'm feeling hopeless. And I was just really feeling confused by it all. But I came home after church and I just sat down. And I was like, you know what, God, actually, this is not like me. This is like not a funk that I typically typically get in. This is not a place that I'm usually at mentally. And it just seems like it's coming out of nowhere and it's persistent, you know? So I'm like, what is going on? And I, I felt the Holy spirit just whisper to my heart. I heard him say fresh hope, new hope and fortitude. And I was like, okay, I definitely need new hope or you know, fresh hope, whatever, but what is fortitude? So I had to actually look it up and in the dictionary, and I'm paraphrasing, it's basically fortitude is mental strength and determination through adversity in spite of difficult circumstances. And I was like, okay, because it had definitely been a battle in my mind for sure. Um, I mean, to the point where it was like, you should just go home you're wasting your time and you're wasting all this time away from your family. What's the point of all this? Like it was, like I said, kind of a constant, um, playlist of those kind of things going on in my head. And so I was like, yeah, fortitude. I've never actually heard that word before. I don't think, but that's definitely what I need right now. It's a mental battle for me. So I just prayed for myself and I was just like, Lord, I just, I just need some fresh hope right now. I want to break off hopelessness and discouragement. And Lord, I just pray that you would give me fortitude to push through whatever this is. And um, thanks, Jesus. And that was it. And I did. I felt much better. I mean, by Sunday, I was feeling better already, especially after church. But praying that prayer, I definitely felt um, that kind of heaviness lift off of me, that feeling of dread and all that doubt. And... Um, I played a little worship music and did all that while I was cooking dinner. And I just felt a lot better. And I encourage you guys, like, side note, whenever you're going through something like this or you're feeling that mental battle, the best thing you can do is turn on some worship music. We've talked about that on the show before so many times. But 
turning on the worship music, getting in the word, calling a friend that always encourages you or speaks life to you. Just get somebody or something to pour into you that's the truth of God and that speaks life and hope to you because that definitely always helps. And listen, pray for yourself too. You don't always need somebody else to pray for you. You can pray for yourself. I do it all the time and and God's absolutely in that. So anyway, that was Sunday. Monday morning, I get up and I go to my small group leaders training and then I have revival group right after that. We meet once a week on Monday mornings and all during worship and revival group, I kept feeling like the Lord was reminding me of the conversation we'd had Sunday night. And I'm like, yeah, I got it, Lord. I get it. I feel so much better today. Thanks so much. Like, I don't even think I need to pray about it again. (laughs) I feel like whatever was going on is over. It stopped. I made it through. Thank you for that word. Um, That prayer did the trick. I'm good. And he just kept saying it to me. And I was like, what is going on? And then the second worship song starts. And then the Lord Um, I had my eyes closed. I was just worshiping. And all of a sudden with my eyes closed, I had a vision and in my mind's eye of a 14er, a time that John and I climbed this 14er, which is a mountain in Colorado that we climbed. And they're like 14,000 feet. Um, for those of you who don't know about climbing mountains and stuff, so they call them 14ers. And I was climbing a 14er with him. And when you climb a 14er, you usually have to start super early in the morning, like three or 4am so that you can get up to the peak, to the summit um, before the afternoon storms and the lightning or the snow or the weather changes, um, in the early afternoon. So you want to get an early start. So the Lord was just reminding me of the time that, that we climbed this 14er. And I guess we were probably like three quarters of the way up, maybe a little more actually. And you guys listen, my legs were killing me. My lungs were burning my thighs, my quads were screaming at me. Like my, everything in my body was like telling me to quit, telling me to stop. And finally I just looked at John. I was like, listen, I can't go any further. I don't want to hold you up though. I'm just going to sit down here on this rock because at this point we were at the really steep part of the mountain where it's basically like you're climbing straight up. Right. And so I'm like, I'm just going to sit down here on this rock and wait for you because I can't go any further. And my husband, John, is like, baby, we are so close. We are almost there. You don't want to quit now. See, John had climbed this 14er before. So he knew the trail. He knew how much longer we had. He knew how close we were. And I was just like, oh, no, you go ahead. And he's like, no, really, you're going to regret it if you go back now. If you turn around and head back now or if you miss this opportunity, you've come this far. He's like, look how far you've already come. And he's like, you don't want to quit now. Just make the decision that you're not going to give up and let's keep going. And he said, it's going to be so worth it when you get to the top of the mountain. You're going to be so proud of yourself, but you are going to realize how worth it it is when you see that view. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so, of course, I kept going with his encouragement. And I was a lot closer to the top than I realized I was so glad that I didn't give up, and he was absolutely right. The view was stunning. It was incredible on the mountaintop. It was just absolutely beautiful. So track back with me. I'm back in RG, and I'm remembering that part of um, that 14er climb with John. And the Lord said there, 
are people in this room that feel like you felt all last week. They feel like giving up. They feel like quitting. They don't know why they came. They're feeling discouraged and hopeless. And it's a battle in their mind. And I want you to pray the same things for them that you prayed for yourself in your apartment last night. I want you to pray fortitude and fresh hope. But I also want you to release a second wind. And that's what I got when I was climbing that mountain. I got my second wind. I took a little break. John encouraged me. He told me not to give up. And when I started going again, it was like I got a second wind. And I made it to the top. And he's like, I want you to release that for the other students here in the room that are in your revival group. And listen, I was super scared. I had to go. I had to like, I'll let two or three more worship songs go before I did this. I just kept saying, are you sure, Lord? Because I think it was just me that was experiencing this. I'm sure there's nobody else that is feeling this way. And I just really felt like the Lord was like, no, there are other people that, that need you to pray this, that need to hear this. So I walked over to my revival pastor finally after like arguing with the Lord. I know I'm the only one that does that right. You guys never do that. But I went over to my revival pastor and I was just like, look, this is, you know, something I feel like the Holy Spirit's putting on my heart. This is what's going on. And I just shared with him the vision about the mountain and and gave him, you know, the brief version and, and told him that I felt like the Lord wanted him to release a second wind and and pray for fresh hope. And he's like, yeah, I, I think that's the Lord. That's absolutely right. I want you to do it. So he um, interrupted worship and he told everybody, you know, Carl's got something she wants to share. And I shared that. And I said, you know, I just want to release a second wind to you guys. And Jeremy, my revival group pastor's like, okay, anybody that's feeling this way, I want you to stand up and Carla's going to pray for us. And you guys, like half the room stood up, maybe more. You know, it was crazy. And I'd been so sure that I was the only one going through this. And in fact, half the room was struggling with the same type of feelings and the same type of thoughts. And, and we're in the middle of that battle that I'd gone through the previous week. And that just floored me. So when God asks you to share something that you've gone through, or even just gives you like an impression or a vision for what other people are going through, you know, share that with them because you never know who you're going to help or who needs to hear it that day. Because I mean, I'm not kidding. I was absolutely shocked that there were other people, much less half the room that needed that too. So we prayed together and we released that second wind and, um, fresh hope and encouragement. And I just want to do the same thing for you guys today. I don't know what situation you're in. I don't know what kind of mental battle you're facing today as you're listening to this. I know there's no coincidences. So I know there's got to be some people that tuned into this show, my podcast specifically for this topic today. And I just want to encourage you, you know what? Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't turn back now. You're almost there. Your mountaintop is just straight ahead and you're going to make it. And so right now in the name of Jesus, I release fresh hope. To everyone listening, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you release a second wind so that everyone that's listening to this feels that refreshment. They feel that strength to go on. And Father, I thank you that you give them fortitude, that mental strength, in spite of what their circumstances look like, in spite of 
um, all the thoughts that have been going through their mind about giving up, Lord, I just release that fortitude, that mental strength to them right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, that they're going to keep going. They're going to endure. They're going to persevere. They're not going to give up. They're not going to quit. And when they get to that mountaintop, when they reach that summit, they're going to realize that it was worth it all. And they're going to be so glad that they didn't give up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, it tells us in Isaiah, I've been reading that in the Passion Translation. One of my favorite verses in Isaiah is one that I know we've shared on the show a lot, but it's Isaiah 41. And it says, He empowers the feeble and infuses the powerless with increasing strength. Even young people faint and get exhausted. Athletic ones may stumble and fall. But those who wait for Yahweh's grace will experience divine strength. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run their their race without growing weary, and walk through life without giving up. So, you guys, I just released divine strength to you today. I just released that divine strength, and I just say, don't give up. Rise up. Receive that increasing strength of the Lord. You know, God's given you a purpose, and you might be right in the middle of it, the thick of it right now, but the grace is on your life to be in that place and to be doing that thing that he's called you to. So just believe that. Don't believe the lie that it's time to quit, it's time to turn back, or that God didn't even call you to it, because you know that's a lie. Focus on what he told you to do and stick with it. You know, this morning, another example from my own life, this morning I went and took a class at a gym. Um, I had a free pass and I'd heard about this class that they offer there. It's kind of like, I guess, I'm not, I don't know much about working out. My husband knows a lot more about that than me, but because of all the issues I've had with my spine and, and my neck, there's just a lot of things that I haven't been able to do, but I was really feeling like, um, just like a fresh encouragement that God was going to help me to exercise and feel better health-wise and and strengthen my core and stuff like that with my body. And so I'd heard about this class, and it's a CrossFit class, and I just decided I was going to do it. You know, it just came at the heels of this crazy couple of weeks I've had, and I just had the mental fortitude, I guess, to make the decision, and I committed to do it. And I went this morning, and honestly, oh, my Lord, it almost killed me. I'm not going to lie. It kicked my butt for sure. But I was so proud of myself for even going. And I remember about halfway through the class, the instructor is like, you're halfway through. Don't give up now. You guys are doing a great job. And he was just saying all this encouraging stuff. And it was so helpful to me. And it reminded me so much of what God had already said about climbing those mountains, right? And about not turning back and that it was going to be worth it. And I was just like, Lord Jesus, help me get through this class and make it all the way to the end. And there was even one point, you guys, like halfway through the class where we were doing like burpees and then um, running over to the rowing machine. And then I'm sure I'm using like not the right lingo, but we'd run back to the mat and do push-ups with um, weights. And I remember in the middle of doing the push-ups with the weights, I was like having to say scripture out loud under my breath just to keep going. I was like, 
I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And um, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is too hard for God. God, you are my helper. I was just saying every scripture I could think of that was about strength or impossible odds, I was just saying it under my breath because I just felt like I had to do that to keep myself present and strong and in the moment there without giving up. And it actually really helped me. Um, so I just speak the same thing over you guys. You know, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. And with God, nothing is impossible. So um, keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you. God's proud of you. Climb your mountain. You're going to make it. You're going to see that mountaintop. Listen, your breakthrough is coming. Your mountaintop peak, your summit is closer than you think. And I promise you, this is the word of the Lord for you today. It's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much to, for tuning in to Scandalous Grace. I really appreciate it. Please share this podcast if you like it. And um, definitely tell your friends about it. We would love it if you would subscribe. Follow me on social media. It's Carla Swanigan. And my website is carlaswanigan.com. Like I said, you can listen to previous episodes of the podcast. And don't forget that's Carla with the K. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. <laughs>